What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago. He is gloating like a silhouette right now, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you feeling? How is everything going? Uh, it's good. It's, uh, you know, we left CPAC. Great CPAC, and uh, it's, I've been doing the natural light, so it may get dark in here during the, you know, because melatonin's been having trouble with her sleep, so we're, like, keeping a lot of the lights off in the house. You know, she oh. wants it, like, her old Transylvanian vampire ways, so she's, you know, sensitive to the uh, extra light. Well, Mr. President, I... I- I do have a special guest who I booked for the show today. I know you don't like to be surprised, but I think you'd be pleasantly. Um, Is it Lauren Bobert? No, it isn't. But I think you'll be pleased with who. Oh, I'm kind of got my eye on Lauren Bobert right now. She's like a cute little stupid thing. And I think she, I think she's DTF. Well, a- after. Well, that, okay. DTF AP is what we call the full term. <laughs> what? What's what's AP? Down to fuck a president. <laughs> I mean, you see, she's this cute little thing. She and she's so desperate and so stupid that you know she's just hoping some strong president comes by and says, "Yes, darling, it's." I believe you know we got to pray to our guns and blah 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 blah. Get down there and do the dirty work. Well, Mr. President, uh, the guest will be coming on later in the show, and and hopefully, um, is it Lauren Bobert? It isn't Lauren Bobert. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but we got to get Lauren Bobert on the show. I think she's, and then I think we maybe need the tech stuff guy to leave the room for a few minutes while I, you know, give her some her? of my. Well, I give Bobert some of my gogurt. <laughs> So. I get emotional. I'm sort of excited. It's like, would you like some, you know, Mandarin orange yogurt, Miss Bobert? It's meant to be because they rhyme. It really is. It really is. She's a, a beautiful, young, stupid thing. My favorite, uh, my favorite traits in a strong conservative woman. Well, Mr. President, you spoke at CPAC this. So past- it's not Bobert. No, it's not. It's, Just not, sorry. I, okay. it's not her. And I will work on that as a, as a, as a next guest, but you did speak at CPAC this past weekend. I did see that Caitlin Jenner, who is running for governor of California was, was booed. Is that correct? And, um, and I saw that when it was announced that they're not going to get to the, the vaccinations, the number, the goal that Biden set, um, there were also cheers from the crowd Tell us about CPAC. Tell us the highlights, the lowlights, um, how you see the future of our country. Well, they weren't booing Caitlyn Jenner. They were just chanting Bruce. <laughs> and I think that was just sort of a tribute. It was just a tribute, a respect, you know, you know, that Bruce is not forgotten, even though we, we strongly respect Caitlyn. Uh, you know, a few of the people said, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sodomize you after this. And I think that was also meant as like sort of, you know, our people don't like the gay community. So I think when they're saying that, they're saying we accept you. We're going to treat you like a, a woman, like like as a strong conservative would treat a woman that they don't know, forcibly sodomize them without consent. That's 
part of the MAGA platform. So I think that was a movement of very strong love and acceptance of Caitlin. Uh, so they weren't booing. They were saying, Bruce, you know, so it's like the highest form of a compliment that a conservative can give someone. Right. Okay. I believe you're, I believe and accept you are a woman, Caitlin, so strongly that I am going to treat you like a woman is treated in a conservative, strong household, which is no consent, forced sodomy. <laughs> it's called family values. And I think the fake news is turning it into something totally disgusting. Obviously, Lauren Boebert was so stupid and cute that I was very excited. Uh, I'm actually doing role for play. Her, huh? You have Excuse something. Me. Excuse okay. me. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Never interrupt a strong president talking about his soon soon to be ex-wife okay and i actually had melatonin see melatonin so tall and statuesque that it's hard for me to envision her as bobert so i i have melatonin get on her knees like put heels on her knees <laughs> and try to shuffle around and say stupid things which is not a stretch for melatonin okay and you know she says bible well in her accent she's like bible guns or else sex and I'm going, oh, that's such a good Bobert impression. So we had nice role play with her playing Bobert. How about the, I forgot her, her name, the, the QAnon lady. The, she has three names. You call oh, her the Marjor CrossFit. Uh, Marjorie Lawrence Taylor Green. Yes. How Was she there? Um, what was your interaction like with her? She, I didn't see her there. We respect her greatly, but she was probably, you know, at her gym getting plowed by people that aren't her husband. Okay. Doggy style, definitely, because they call her dog the doggy style hunter because she looks like dog the bounty <laughs> hunter. So you flip her around and go, no, thank you, darling. Don't want to see dog the bounty hunter when I'm having sex with a CrossFit midget. Dog the, the doggy style. <laughs> dog the doggy style hunter. <laughs> I love that nickname. That's awesome. Um, was anyone, was Ivanka there this past weekend? Was Don Jr.? I would never let, excuse me, I, Don Jr. was there and he did horribly. You should, you should go see videos of this guy. He bombed like I've never seen before. I told him he can't use the Trump name for two months because he was so bad. Ivanka, you know, I love our conservative MAGA people. You know, I think they're the great patriots. Uh, but can we go off the podcast record briefly? Um, we're off right now. I would never allow Ivanka's body or spirit or beauty anywhere near that convention of filthy and bred animals. Never, not in a million years, not in a trillion years, which is a lot of years, by the way. I would never <laughs> allow it. So, no, she is precious cargo. We don't let, you know, these are, these are animals, these people. They, they love their country. It. But like, you know, you go to a junkyard, you have a, a rabies-filled pit bull guarding. You, you respect it. You, you are happy it's there. You don't bring your sexy, hot daughter that you, you know, want to grope in front of the pit bull. You, don't, you respect what it does, but you don't bring your daughter near it. It, I might, rip, it might rip off a tit that you paid a lot of money for, so you don't do that. So let's go back on the record. All right, we're, we're back on the record. Uh, Ivanka had many business things to attend to, so she wanted to come. And I said, darling, they're going to miss you so much. I wish you could come to see Pak Shakur. But she, uh, 
uh, she couldn't. So unfortunately, she didn't make CPAC this year. You, you did hint to running in 2024. Um, I have not officially announced that I am running. So we, for the Federal Election Commission, we make no announcement. Can we go off the podcast record again? Yeah, we're off the record again. I am running so strongly for president. I'm going to dominate. I'm actually going to punch Sleepy Joe during a debate this time around. No more, no more nice guy stuff. So I'm running and we're giving subtle hints to raise money, but so that we don't break the law. The law is stupid and I'll break it if I have to, but you know, we don't want to break it. So let's go back on the record. We're back on. Uh, So I'm going to think about it very strongly. I think I've made a decision, but I don't want to announce it yet. Uh, I want to see uh, uh, many things. Okay. Now, Fox News is supposed to be a conservative network. You, you've been on Fox News numerous times. You were actually on Fox News this past weekend. And you were, when you were talking about uh, the voter fraud, they actually aired a disclaimer as you were talking about it. What are your thoughts on that? And will you be appearing on Fox News again, considering this was a disclaimer? This was a disclaimer with a hard R? With a hard R. Wow. You know, Fox News, Fox News is like the ungrateful wife, you know, that you buy everything for and turns out to be a real greedy bitch. I made Fox News. I made all those people millions, if not billions, if not trillions of dollars. And they are so disrespectful. They think they think they're done. They think stupidly that I'm done. So they think they can move on and they're going to talk to Ron DeSantis and all these other people. I'm, I'm going to maybe run wink, wink, and I'm going to win and I'm going to make them pay. I'm going to make OAN and Newsmax, the top news stations, Fox News can do whatever the hell they want. But the fact that they're putting a radical left disclaimer with a hard R on my strong, very fact-based, by the way, very strong, in fact, speeches is it. I don't like to admit when things hurt, but it's a little insulting. I made Fox News what it is. And for them to think that they can abandon me with garbage, their own brand of fake news, they should be ashamed of themselves. And hopefully, if any of my supporters are listening to this, hopefully you'll go down to the Fox News building and peacefully protest with pipes and (laughs) guns and even homemade explosive devices if you want to peacefully use them. If you have any weapons from your service years, if you are law enforcement for Trump, if you're a biker for Trump who has terminal illness, drive your bike right through the glass doors. <laughs> what, a, what a great way to go out, defending your country in a peaceful, by the way, very peaceful, very strong, but very peaceful murder of Fox News. You did state that MSNBC might endorse you along with some of these other left-wing media because their ratings have plummeted since you have left the White House. Do you really think that the left-wing media is going to endorse you? 
Oh, no, they're not going to end up, they're not going to like come out and say it, but they'll send me a DM and say, sir, on parlor or getter, they'll send me a DM saying, sir, we secretly missed you, sir. So thank you for coming back. And I'll say, you're very welcome, you loser sack of shit. Have you heard from Twitter when your account will be activated again? Because I have a feeling it's going to be activated around the time when you can start campaigning. Have you spoken to them? No, I don't talk to that radical loser with the big beard, Jack. Jack Dorsey. Mm-hmm. You ever see this guy? No, I haven't seen any pictures of him, to be honest with you. You should look him up. He looks like uh, Antifa's grandfather, and he's like 38. Strange, strange guy. Uh, no, he'll he'll welcome me back on Twitter because when I'm about to be president again, they're going to need me on Twitter. Oh, wow. Maybe, that is a crazy beard. And maybe I'll say no. Maybe I'll just say, no, thank you. I hope your company goes bankrupt. I am right now on parlor. But Mr. President, we know that you couldn't pass up an opportunity to bring a business or a social media platform to its pinnacle like it used to be when you were on it. So I, I think that you would go back on it just to bring it back up to the most popular platform in the world when you were on it originally. Or I'll make Parler the most popular and that will truly show, you know, I don't, you know, when one of these blacks in the NBA goes to a team that's already got superstars and people criticize them. Yes. I, I don't want to do that. I'll go to the worst team in the league Parler and make them into the social media champion. So you won't be LeBron, you'll be the Phoenix Suns. Oh. Well, the Suns, they built their team from within, and LeBron basically tries to go to teams and bring his well, friends got, there. They to got win CP. They got CP. He's not an original son. Right, but he's CP3 is, has actually gone to many different teams, and finally he's at a, a home where Let he's tell respected you who and appreciated. Sees a, who sees a lot more than three Ps, and that's Mike Pence. Uh, <laughs> that guy is excited. I've never seen the guy so excited about basketball. You say CP3, he goes, I, I, where, where? And then, and then you say the Greek freak, and he's pulling down his pants and bending over, and you're like, Mike, not that kind of Greek freak. So Mike Pence has a Greek freak jersey and a CP3 jersey, and he's really getting into the playoffs this year? Uh, I wouldn't call them jerseys. I would call them thongs. <laughs> he's the first man to, to invent player thongs. Well, he's got, he's, he's got a, back, a temporary back tattoo that says, CP, why stop at three? And... Also a tattoo with an arrow pointing down that says Greek freak stops here. And he, he showed you the tattoos. Well, I excuse me. I saw it when I said, when somebody on the TV said the Greek freak, I looked around and Mike Pence had his pants down and was bent over. <laughs> is, is Mike Pence going to be your running mate when it comes to 2024 you can't can you hint to saying that most likely or it's really up in the air and you're thinking about other names as well i've got one name in mind we're gonna we want to respect mike pence even though he's a traitor and a disgrace 
but I don't think he's going to be on the ticket. I'm thinking of possibly Vice President Lauren Boebert. How patriotic would it be to walk into the Oval Office and see your president banging your vice president? <laughs> Very think patriotic. Of, think of the unity. When, and all of a sudden she's got, you know, we're celebrating inauguration and she's pregnant with a, a new Trump son. <laughs> That's called unity. That is, is definitely unity, Mr. President. Before we get to our a next... Bobert baby i love her name her name just i feel like goes with everything that you talk about bobert wants my yogurt and i promise her it won't hurt bars <laughs> well mr president that brings us to our great sponsor this week and that is betonline.ag betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action i know you use betonline.ag i use betonline.ag um, right now, it's the NBA Finals. Um, betting on that right now. You could have bet on the McGregor uh, fight this past weekend. There's UFC MMA every single week. There's almost golf tournaments every single week. You can bet on reality TV shows with them. I think McGregor them. didn't use enough. He didn't talk enough racist stuff, and it hurt him in the fight. <laughs> That's what it was. Not enough N-word drops. Yeah. Well... He did uh, lose a leg there. His uh, leg shattered there, and the whole buildup to that fight was uh, complete garbage at the end. And uh, what are you going to do with these crazy injuries? I think that's like the second or third one this year with just someone's ankle breaking in the octagon. But on betonline.ag, you can bet on the UFC MMA. There's no NHL anymore, but you can bet on every baseball game this season. Uh, NBA playoffs and the NFL is right around the corner. They also have their own casino. So you can bet on roulette, blackjack. Um, you can bet on poker. There are um, all different gaming tables that you can bet on. Bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. And what we're offering is we are offering a welcome bonus. That is right. Put in promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That means you get 50% more money than you deposited, which is a great deal, but it's only on your first deposit. Again, promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's Ben Online, your online sportsbook experts, BenOnline.ag. Mr. President, I wanted to talk to you uh, a couple of weeks ago. We mentioned um, DeSantis out of Florida was um, there was a poll taken and he was um, basically would be the Republican candidate for presidency. And recently there was another poll taken where your name was put in there and he. That's, uh, you, that's, that's right. That's the real conservatives. And you crushed him in the straw poll at CPAC. Um, I know you're not surprised about that. DeSantis basically does not have a shot if you end up running. Would he be a possible VP candidate consider, considering his popularity? Uh, no, he wouldn't. And that's not out of disrespect, uh, Ron. But he's in Florida. And you know, I've won Florida twice. I've right, won so Florida it can't twice. help you. Can't help me. You know who could help me? Because there's a purple state out in Colorado. 
And you know who's a congresswoman from Colorado? I'm going to guess her name starts with a B. Yep, and her and her, her chances at the VP end with my D. <laughs> it's Lauren Bobert. Oh. And that's a purple state in sort of the, you know, Colorado, that mountain west region with like states like Arizona. So that's those are key states, swing states. So we would look at Bobert. We would look at possibly Nikki Haley, even though I don't need South Carolina. I'd win South Carolina very strongly. Uh, you know, and then I, I'd probably have, I might have a reality show, to be honest. I might say, okay, we've got, here are the battleground states, and we would call it Trump's boobs from the battleground. And you've, you know, who's got a D cup or more and lives in a battleground state and can read a book? You could be my vice president. Well, uh, those are some very high standards for vice presidency. Now, Mr. President, I wanted, I have a guest that I, I, I told you about the beginning of the episode. It is not uh, Bobert, I'm sorry. But our, our guest this week, he was an employee of yours. I hope everything is fine with you guys. Um, our guest is uh, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, Mr. Giuliani, how are you today? Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, thanks. Now, Mr. President, do you remember who this person is? Uh, doesn't really ring a bell, to be honest. You know, there have been a lot of mayors in New York, you know, so many so many mayors that, you know, you had the black one, you had the, the gay one, followed by the black one, followed by the, I forget, you know, the 9-11 one. And then you had the <laughs> little tiny Mike Bloomberg. And he uh, was the 9-11 one. He was the 9-11 one. It's fucking, yeah. yeah. The who? Yes, this is Rudy Giuliani. He he was also your 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 lawyer and um, okay, wait, okay. Excuse, I have a lot of lawyers. You know this. You know, very complicated sort of business affairs. So I have many lawyers. I, I'm not saying he wasn't a lawyer. I don't mean to. You know, it will be nice. I'm not disrespecting the guy, but you know, I've met many lawyers. Let me remind you. You you said that he had he had diarrhea coming out of his his head. I think that was. You were saying, and you, you see, oh, okay. he, has, he so, has it. Do you recognize it? Oh, so I do one? recognize that. It's like a like, a, like a like a sideways Gorbachev. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Mr. Giuliani, you were recently suspended from practicing law in New York and now Washington D.C. I guess the landslide is going to start to happen. How are you dealing with this? I'm, I'm, it's allegedly, 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 right? Allegedly, I mean. Allegedly, I'm still practicing, so I'm fine. Well, I th I think right now in New York Tech stuff. You ever notice this about lawyers? They're always practicing. Or, you know what I would do if I was a lawyer? It'd be called perfecting. <laughs> I would be perfecting law, not practicing it. This guy. Well, Listen, he... I, I didn't even know you were going to be on here. Yes, I didn't. I didn't even know this guy was. I feel a little sabotaged. A little, a little tactical. Right I mean, we'll, we'll go with it. I mean, guys, I don't even know me. It's stuff. Okay. Well, this maybe when you're. Maybe when your your big orange son has, loses for governor, he can have a, a podcast called uh, "Making Governors Suck Again," and you can be a guest on that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yes, he parties with your son. He's got a couple things as well. So you know, it's okay. It's okay. Now I have a son. I mean, I, I <laughs> allegedly also. <laughs> okay. Okay. I kind of like the, I like the way he's sort of practicing law right now. I like that word allegedly. 
hey, maybe this wasn't such a bad idea. I don't know. Sounds I don't know. Like we'll a, see where it goes. Sounds like an African American stripper coming to the stage now. It's allegedly. <laughs> allegedly 2.0 to the stage. Now, I wanted to um, ask you, Mr. Giuliani, have you been paid by Mr. President yet for your services during the, the post-election, um, uh, I don't know, trials and tribulations of trying to get the presidency back? Are you, are you, can I go, are you Jay, by the way? Do I get the, what do I call you? I'm, I'm, I'm tech stuff, tech stuff guy. I am Jay Nog, but usually no one calls me Jay. Um, we call him Fred. <laughs> call me Fred also. I, I wanted to know, have you been paid by Mr. President for your services of practicing law? Tech stuff guy, I don't, I'm a busy guy. I don't check the mail every day. So I'm not even, I don't even know. I've got a lot of invoices out and the billing cycles take what they take. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, quite frankly. You have to ask my tech stuff people. Uh, I, can, I, can, I, or ask I can actually answer this right now. No, I have not paid. You just, okay. you just haven't paid, huh? Fucking guy. Yeah, so he, he hasn't. Paid. He hasn't paid you for your services. Um, are you going to sue Mr. President? I mean, you, you wouldn't be the first per the last person or the first person. Not the first, the not the last. And I will be suing him and most likely representing myself. Okay. And then I would, here's, here's the sort of, you ever see inception? I do legal inception. I will hire Rudy to be my lawyer <laughs> to defend myself against Rudy's lawsuit. And all of a sudden, if he wins, he's really, he, he can't win. It's called legal inception. Okay. No. It'll be a little bit more like the scene in the princess bride where I switch the glasses when you're not looking. And ipso facto, I will defend myself against you defending me. And oh, you're I the probably... inconceivable guy. You're the in... Okay. So now we get it. We, he's from tech stuff. You should talk. This is the little guy from the princess. Bride. <laughs> that, is, yeah. that is my cousin. That is my cousin. That I'm is pretending. my cousin. <laughs> That is my cousin. Yes, that's right. That's right. Well, we built up an immunity over the summer, both of us, because of you. Now, you, Mr. President, you would hire Rudy Giuliani to go against himself. I would take that gig. How could I lose? That's that's a genius move, Mr. President. It's called legal inception. And all of a sudden, we just spin a top on the table. And when the top stops, it means I won. It'll be a trial within a trial within a trial. Fantastic. Exactly. It's amazing. It's good. It's good. Mr. Giuliani, I'd like to ask you, how is your current relationship with the president? I mean, it's the same as it always has been. I don't I feel no love lost. I mean, he's never paid me or been particularly nice to me. So it's like it's it's just it's just the way it is when you deal with Donald. You either love him or you love him. I don't I don't see any other option. <laughs> okay, maybe I do know this guy because he sounds like he knows me. It's pretty <laughs> accurate. It is very accurate. Now, no, I say, excuse me, I said pretty accurate. Okay. Very is we've, we've I've gone over this with other tech stuff. Yes, very I understand. is a very strong word. You're, you're that it that is true. So, Mr. Giuliani, if you do take him to court, most likely, I think Mr. President will just keep you in courts until you're bankrupt. Is, is that correct, Mr. President? That's sort of you know we have different strategies but i think you know we'll throw many lawsuits at him and hopefully i'll be reinstated as president and then i'll have immunity and you know that's another layer to the legal inception 
all of a sudden, when you think you're going to get the money, all of a sudden I'm president again. And now we have the immunity layer of protection. I want and if to Christopher ask, Nolan yes. steals this idea, I'll sue him as well. I'll, I'll sue him as well. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I jinx, you now owe me a Diet Coke and a billion dollars. Son of a bitch. I'll have to call. Now, they call Barstool and get a piece of pizza with that too. Now, Mr. Giuliani, he hasn't paid you for your services already. If Mr. Trump or Mr. President decides to hire you again for his legal inception, would you take it knowing that you didn't get paid the first time? As I said, I would, I would not only take it, I would ferociously debate myself until I was clearly the winner. It would be a no-brainer not to take it. I don't see how you refuse an offer like that. And I'm, I'm part mafia, as you know. I think that would be historical, having someone going against themselves in the court of law. Has, has that ever happened before, Mr. President? Are you aware of this? Uh, well, you know, we're trying very new legal strategies. You know, we don't like to do what everybody else you've seen. You know, half of the people who do law the regular way lose. I don't like those odds. 50%, those odds are bad. 50% lose court cases. 50% that's half. It's almost half. With, with my technique, 100% guaranteed win. <laughs> Probably more. I mean, could unless be, the Democrat be. Party goes and, you know, sets up some lockboxes or something. Now... Let's say you guys bury the hatchet here and everything is fine. Mr. President, you alluded to a 2024 run um, this past weekend. Would Ruli Giuliani be... Ruli, I like that. Well, that's, he gave you a little nickname last week. <laughs> would, would he, Judy Rulliani. Judy Rulliani, I'm sorry. I thought it was a ruler, ruler the Giuliani. Because oh, remember, he, just, he dressed as a very sexy woman on Saturday Night Live. Do, do I remember? Excuse me, Ronald McDonald, but you were a little bit grabby one time, if you don't recall, okay. when I was in this. Normally, I like to disrespect the tech stuff guy, but I was talking to the tech stuff guy, not to the poop down his face, so-called <laughs> <Yep>. attorney. <laughs> well, you grabbed my poop, too, when I was in drag. Don't forget. It's on television. Well, when you're a celebrity, you do that, and maybe one day you'll be a celebrity, and they still probably won't let you do that, to be honest. Holy, you moved on me, and I didn't do nothing. You know what I mean? It was true. Yeah. So, Mr. President, would you hire Rudy Giuliani um, in some, I don't know, capacity for the two, 2024 run, or when you do become president again, we do hire him in your administration. We would create a very special post called presidential bag man. And that's, he would deliver, you know, bags of cash to foreign dictators and places where I want to develop strong properties. And, uh, you know, when, it would be sort of an unofficial post, you know, no Senate confirmation, no, uh, no under the money radar. trail. Yeah, un very strongly under the radar. I like that. It's covert. It's covert. It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> so he would be your errand boy? Is that what you're trying to say? Listen, no. tech stuff. Don't get in between. Like he's saying a nice thing and you, you, he would you're be digging it. You like the fake errand. news over there sometimes. I don't know. He would be the errand man. <laughs> Aaron, man, this is how this is, you know. Sometimes you, you you're like, I'm not political, but then you have a PC spin on something. It just it's fucking genius. Part of my French, it's crazy. 
Well, I, I look forward, um, Mr. President, for you winning in 2024, for Rudy Giuliani to being your errand man. And um, Rudy, oh, man. We, we appreciate you joining us today. And, um, and hopefully, I, I feel like, I really don't feel like there's much beef between you two, even though the press wants to make it look like that. It seems like you guys get along pretty well. And um, hopefully you guys can work together in the future. And if there is a, um, a uh, suing court case coming up, I would love to see Rudy Giuliani uh, representing both sides. So, um, Rudy, we really appreciate you coming on the show. And thank, um, you. thank you so much. Have a have a great evening. I appreciate it. Just, it's, it's, you know, at the end of the day, I, I don't do it for the twenty thousand dollars a day. OK, I do it. It's, it's, it's not if he's going to pay me. It's it's, it's when he's going to pay me. It's good. And yeah, no, okay. no, I'm definitely it's uh, you'll be getting your money in the. Uh, Shitcoin. It's a new cryptocurrency we're I starting. Crypto. So Shit. Look, no look, taxes. Look forward to that in your toilet at some point, possibly even an upper decker uh, deposit. Oh, maybe in Australia, <laughs> the thing will go the other way. You get the, you get the withdrawal. <laughs> well, thank you, gentlemen. Um, I'll see you in court. Yes. Thank you, Rudy. We appreciate see you. you in court very strongly. <laughs> so, Mr. President, I wanted to ask you about Ashley Babbitt. Oh, for a second, I thought, does Bobert have a sister? <laughs> How about that? A Bobert three, three-bert. We call it a three-bert. Well, she does not have a sister, but Ashley Babbitt is the Who woman... Who killed Ashley Babbitt? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Who killed <laughs> Ashley Babbitt? Who cut off John Wayne Bobbitt's penis? And why isn't Lauren Bobert on my penis? These are the questions... And America wants to know these are very, excuse me, real patriots want to know the answer to these questions. Ashley Babbitt was a great patriot, totally innocent, great woman, military service, uh, just happened to, you know, happened to be a strong Q person, loved Q. Uh, and she was, she was shot down like a dog and she deserved so much better than that. She was just trying to enter the house of representatives and maybe murder some people. She was pushing herself through a window. She was shot dead. And you, you suggested that a top Democrat was involved in her death and you're trying to, the person who shot her was, was cleared for self-defense, but you still want this person brought to justice, even though it was deemed self-defense. Now, you know that she was walking into the house, right? This is the, what we call it, the House of Representatives. Well, she was um, forcing her way into the uh, house. You know what? I was in a movie called Home Alone 2, which was many people call it the greatest sequel of all time. Some people say Godfather 2. Some people say Terminator 2. But I say home alone too. And he was alone in the home. This was the movie it was about. He was alone in a home, little kid. Did he murder people breaking into his home? No. He set traps. He was respectful. He used law enforcement properly. And there were no murders. There were no murders in either of the home alones, okay? Okay. Not the one before me and not the great film that I was in. And yet, Ashley Babbitt, who, is a, who was a great person, great patriot, was, you know, entering the house, 
trying to see what was going on and she was gunned down. She was struck down and well, never, we may never know who did it because they're hiding it. They're hiding this information. She was assassinated. Well, <clears throat> I don't know if she was assassinated, but she was storming the Capitol building and that's illegal. And there are many politicians in there. It's a lot of secret documents in there and force is necessary if you are trying to storm the Capitol. I mean, it's not like she was trying to use a counterfeit $20 bill. She was just walking into the house. She wasn't walking in, Mr. President. She was breaking no, in through know, a window. Excuse, excuse me. She was clearly there. They didn't open the door for her. <laughs> so, so she, had she to break found it. a way in. They could have, excuse me, they could have opened the door. Nobody ever says this. They could have just said, oh, hello, ma'am. Come on in. This is the people's house. You pay taxes. You're a great service person. Okay. Before we get to the next story, Mr. President, just want to let everyone know we have lots of bonus material coming up this month. We have a live Q&A this month, and that is on our Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. That's patreon.com slash MPGA. Uh, we want to get those T-shirts made up, and hopefully they'll be made up by the end of the summer. So please, we are uh, almost at our goal. Join the Patreon. Tons of bonus material. The patrons are coming in every single day, which is awesome to see. That's patreon.com slash MPGA. Now, Mr. President, your, your son, Baron Trump, um, the, the son you have with Melania, he is six foot seven at age, I think, what is he, 14 years old or 15 years old? Um, do you see a future in the NBA for him? Have you been getting him coached for basketball? That is a very tall boy at a young age. Uh, it sounds disgusting and very awkward, but I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's your son. You had a child with Melania or melatonin, and his name is Baron. Are you talking about mesothelioma? Yes, mesothelioma. You had a son with her, Baron. You might have seen him walking around the house. He's six foot seven. He's got a gaze in his eyes like he's thinking about something. I don't say that. Mike Pence will get excited. <laughs> something is, looks like something's always on his mind now. Oh, I thought that I had that kid kicked out a couple of months ago. I thought it was James Comey. I said, who's this Who's this radical left lurch walking through trying to destroy my administration? And I kicked that I kicked the Comey lookalike the hell out of the White House. So he, well, I, he might be homeless. Yeah, you should let him back in. That's your son. Who? Six Comey? foot seven. No, Baron. He's six foot seven. Takashi six seven? <laughs> he is. I mean, if that's a nickname you have for your child, six foot seven, he, he looks down at you. Uh, well, nobody does. I'm actually six foot ten, two hundred and twenty-five pounds. <laughs> you you've grown. You had a growth spurt. When I see Bobert, I have a growth spurt. <laughs> Bars again, Mr. President. You are on tonight. <laughs> She's my muse. She brings out the very artistic side of me, but not in a gay way. Well, I wanted to ask you. You uh, you were at the UFC fights this past weekend. Uh, to see Poirier versus McGregor. 
Sorry, such a, a letdown of a fight, but there were a lot of finishes. And Mel Gibson was there, and he saluted you at the UFC. Did you have any personal time with Mel Gibson? And what are your thoughts on Mel Gibson? I didn't even see Mel Gibson, to be honest. You know, there's so many people out there, but I, if I'm hearing that he saluted me, so we love that. We like to hear that a great filmmaker is showing respect. Um, you know, I hope, I know that he was having a tough time because he had, uh, he had requested that his former wife uh, be raped by a pack of N-words. And I don't think that's happened yet. So he's probably very disappointed. So I wish him luck with that. I hope if it can happen, it, uh, you know, he's accomplished a lot. He deserves to have, uh, you know, things that he wants to come true, come true. So, you know, hopefully that happens soon for him if it hasn't happened already, but he's a great filmmaker. We love, I'm a passion of the Christ. What a great film that was so bloody, you know, and, and Jesus didn't even fight back. He didn't even fight back. He just let it happen. And, uh, you know, probably a radical left, to be honest. You know, a, a conservative Jesus would have definitely taken an AR-15 and shot the crap out of the Romans. But, uh, you know, Mel Gibson's made great films. He's a strong guy, a great Christian, strong, like very radical Catholic guy. And uh, we respect him. And I hope that, uh, you know, Let's hope that uh, is his. Maybe he has to blow on a candle for his birthday to get the pack of N words wish to come true. I, I don't know how that works. I think he was screamed that out of rage and um, like instead of liar liar, he blows on the candle and the movie's called N word N word. Um, sure. <laughs> I don't. Maybe Harvey Weinstein. He. He's very bored these days. Maybe he can uh, green light that movie for you. Oh, no, I, don't, I wasn't saying it really as a movie. I was saying that's just what could happen in real life. <laughs> okay, yes. God forbid, but it is a possibility. And just to let you know, my McDonald's arrives in eight minutes. Well, Mr. President, this brings us to our last story. And, uh, oh, look at that. Good timing tech stuff, guy. You might have earned yourself. If I didn't hate that guest so much, you might, uh, you might have earned yourself another appearance. Well, I uh, appreciate that. The baseball all-star game is uh, this week. I think it's tomorrow night. And tonight is the Home Run Derby. And there is a player, last name Otani, an Asian player, and he is the first player to Otani Katayan from the White Snake videos. No, 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 no. She, no didn't she no. die? I think he pronounced his name as Shohei Otani, and he is a pitcher, and he's also a hitter, and he has I think thirty-three home runs, and he is on. Mike pace Pence, to- get that. He's talking about baseball pitchers. You can leave. <laughs> he, he uh, he's a pitcher. And he also is a uh, huge home run hitter, 33 home runs already this year. No one's talking about it because America's pastime baseball, no one cares about anymore. And it is crazy. It's the last person to do this is Babe Ruth to actually be a pitcher and a hitter and actually to do both pretty well. What are your thoughts on this, that this Asian is taking over American baseball? Uh, Well, I... I wish Ichiro all the, all the best. You know, I think talent is talent. You know, in America, we, if you are talented, 
if you have talent. We don't discriminate. We want all talent to thrive. We want the non-talented to be buried in mass graves, but we want anybody with talent to be able to, that's what America is about. If you have talent, we don't care, not racist. We don't care if, you know, you're some, you know, sushi guy. If you have talent, congratulations. You're in America. We, we, we accept all talent of all kinds. So it doesn't matter uh, that he's Asian taking over America's sport of baseball. If he has talent, he has talent. That's your outlook on it. Well, I mean, do we really care? Like, it's like tennis. We don't really care about baseball anyway, so he can have it. True. We really don't care about baseball right now, and it's it, I just that like just proves to, it. I like going to the ballpark, having a hot dog, a pretzel, a Diet Coke. a so, You know, I like the soft ice cream in the helmet. Mm-hmm. Those are good. You know, and then you just sit there in your luxury box and you have sex with some strippers and you and you say, oh, there's a game going on. Let's watch for an inning while I recover. And then I pop some blue pills with my second hot dog. And then I say, OK, darling, time for you to get your ballpark, Frank. <laughs> and, you know, then you see they're, they're playing the game and you go, oh, look at that. That's a that's a nice play. And then you go home in your limousine. So it's I still respect baseball, but it's, you know, football and MMA are are much better sports. Sounds like you respect baseball. That's good that you respect it. Now, <laughs> Mr. President. Uh, well, no, I, I respect it because I used to do that in just the seats behind the dugout. And now I you said, do it in the box. Well, there's, kid, there's kids here. You know, the, her, 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 in one case, it was the woman's son was sitting next to us while she was doing that. And I said, this isn't respectful. So I got a luxury box. Uh, I said the kid could stay there. We got a luxury box. We we did the deed. We watched some of the game. And then when she came back, her son was gone. And I don't think she ever found him. But I said, well, you know what? America's pastime. <laughs> Mr. President, I really appreciate you, of course, joining us every single week, including... Um, you know, not getting very angry with our guests this past week. So uh, this episode, you know, at legal inception is you can't get angry if you're going to set the legal inception trap. You know, you have to show proper restraint. That is true. And I want to thank um, Rudy Giuliani, Brant Cantor, and um, did a great job as Rudy Giuliani. Also, this this week, um, if you are in Connecticut at Comics Mohican Sun, I will be there July 15th, 16th, and 17th with Rich Voss. And if you're in Connecticut, also in Hartford at City Steam, July 31st at 8 p.m. Mr. President, um, would you like to uh, have any closing remarks for us? Yes, we'll be doing a live show this month when we pick the date. It will be a Wednesday. I think yes. we're going to have to do a Wednesday this month because of strong Thursday scheduling. And, uh, you know, you'll get there'll probably be a movie review of Black Widow coming for the Patreon people. And uh, a bonus episode, of course, we'll do a bonus episode, possible new Fred Trump tradition, great Fred Trump. So many reasons to join the Patreon and we'll get those. We're going to start working on getting uh, the Idaho Militia Christian T-shirts made. So That's right. Join the Patreon, be a patriot, be a strong podcast supporter. Okay, guys. Hey, it's JL. Um, 
same usual announcements. Uh, listen to the Righteous PK podcast, my other podcast, if you're not. Um, and I have shows uh, July 26th. I'm at City Winery in Boston. Uh, once again, I know we have a lot of fans in Boston, so you better get to that show. This is, uh, this is like, this is no longer a request, people. <laughs> Tickets are starting to go, which is nice. Uh, I'm, I'm not as stressed yet, but I'd like to come as close to packing the place as possible. So um, feel free not to tell me if you can't make it. Somehow, <laughs> somehow the most enthusiastic quick sharers are always the, oh, I can't make that. Keep it to yourself. I'd rather not know. Uh, but if you are coming, please let me know and let your friends know. That will make me happy. I'd uh, letting me know that you can't make it. Uh, you're under no obligation to do that. And in fact, I'd like to obligate you not to do that. Um, and beyond that, I have shows in Philly, uh, Raleigh, New York City, and my special taping October 23rd in the city. So uh, if you or friends of yours that like our stuff or my stuff are in those cities, please spread the word and, and you know, get tickets now. Don't, don't, don't play games. Don't hesitate. Just if you want to go and you can go get tickets now. Yeah. Live comedy is back. People live standup is back. We're both on the road. So come enjoy some shows and sell out city winery. Um, And beyond that, nothing else to talk about except my dinner is ready. So thank you for listening. Uh, We got a bunch uh, we got like seven or six or seven new ratings and a couple of reviews. So thank you. Please keep those coming on Apple. Uh, Those are free. You know, if you can't afford the Patreon, you can definitely afford leaving a five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts. So thank you, everybody. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Yes, subscribe on YouTube also. You can see us, not just hear us. Uh, so uh, thank you for if you've made it this far, and God help us all. <laughs>